It is the Incredible Hulk podcast. On tonight's episode, we are talking to Nick Bailing, one half of the owners of My Playground, which is an outdoor brand that does a lot of travel vlogging and uh, sells t-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, he and I have been friends for about six years, um, and I find him to be one of my muses. Like If I ever get stuck, uh, Nick is the guy that gets me unstuck with the way he approaches the world and is super creative. We have a ton of fun on this podcast, um, so I hope you enjoy it as much as the two of us um, enjoyed making it. All right. Without further ado, tonight's episode of the Incredible Halt Podcast. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The Incredible Halt Podcast. Now might be a really good time for me to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Don't tell television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. The Incredible Hulk. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. Podcast. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Hear the music. Look at that. Mr. Eric, how you doing? There's a lavalier and everything. Look mm. at that. How am I sounding, okay? <laughs> yes, you're ready to go on Twitch, man. Well, actually, so just a, just as a moment of clarity, my lavalier isn't for you. My lavalier is for my camera recording myself. Oh, gotcha. Fair enough. But yeah, you're I hooked will, up into the headphones. I will say that it looks professional, so I will. <laughs> yeah, coming coming in live from uh, my house. Here I am, and I'm I'm equally impressed that we are wearing the same shirt as we're doing this podcast. <laughs> So. Well, we both and at, the, at the same time found cowl next hoodies, and it was like, well, <laughs> that's it forever. Well, this is the thing I'm wearing, so there we go. Yeah. Yep. How are you, friend? Good. How are you doing? Uh, I am. I'm good. I think. I mean, yeah. This is all very, very strange, right? Um, yeah. But at, like, much like. Much like Brian Kelly, um, since you have left MLive to go do your own thing, I literally only see you virtually. So this isn't, you know, really as strange as maybe some of the other people I see on a day-to-day basis. But you, is it's mostly text and phone calls and GIFs. Yep. Yep. Um, it is really, I mean, it's funny because this is not that odd for us to be doing this. But then, like, the rest of the world is picking up on, like, what voice chat is. And how to be seeing each other and, and pay, like pulling in bigger groups more than just like one-on-one FaceTime. So it's like you have your entire family, you know, sit right. down after dinner and yes. talk for a while. Right. Yeah. You're Zoom calling with 48 people just to eat chili together. Mm. Right. So what, you yeah. know, um, what is, what's interesting about you, Nick, is that uh, you went into like, and I don't mean this as a joke at all. I mean this to be serious. Like you and Marklin went into like full prepper mode almost on the day it showed up in the state. And by that, I mean, uh, if you don't know Nick very well, like he and I had been talking and um, he was very clear. Like if you went out somewhere, if you went to go do something, you were no longer allowed in his house. Right. Yep. Um, And I just saw what was happening outside of it. And it's not like I had any kind of information. No, I don't mean, yeah, I I don't mean that happen. And my thought was, like if I can start doing something now, uh, I'm going to, and that means uh, just kind of distancing myself just a little bit. And I had a, a larger group of people, and then they'd be like, "Hey, we just went and did this," and I'm like, "Okay, you're out." And then it was <laughs> you're out of the, the group. next, and yeah, it, and because um, I'm fortunate enough to have the ability to be able to do that, where some people can't right now. My job being that I'm in my own home, working in this is my office that you're looking in right now. 
Uh, my day-to-day -day life isn't changing that much, so it was easier for me. And I thought if I could take these precautions, then why not? Gotcha. And so what is what's the day-to-day -day been like for you, right? Because um, since you've started, you sort of formalized the My Playground universe and started to monetize it in a different way, like your job has been travel vlogs, which yep. we're, we're not really vlogging or traveling anymore. So what is, uh, you know... What is what's your day to day like? Like, what do you guys? I know you guys just launched a new thing that I want to talk about, but what what are you guys doing on a day to day basis? Yeah, um, well, Andy and I are just making sure that we're doing check ins with each other frequently so that we can keep our communication going. But then uh, we're really actually just checking in with all of the people and all of the places, all of the brands that we work with, and we just are saying, hey, uh, we know you're not creating anything new right now. And there might be photos that we have sitting around um, in our library of content. The, one of the biggest things about this is we've been creating this library for over four years now, even though it's been formalized for less than that. And so we're just saying, hey, what do you guys need? What kind of things are you wanting to post? And uh, can we provide you guys with anything that already exists? And we can ship it to you because we want to make sure that when we're back into the real world, if you will, uh, everyone's going to be up and running as soon as they can. I believe we have to call it the new normal. I think that's been like copyrighted. So anytime you're referring to future time, it's mm. the, the new normal. Okay, yeah, great. I feel the timeline is we're coming out of unprecedented times into the new normal and anything in between doesn't count. So <laughs> there's going to be a transition time between those two. So yes. you can coin that whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm working on it, man. I'm working as quickly as possible. I mean, the two the two best ones have been taken. The new normal and unprecedented times. What's there to do? So you guys, <laughs> yeah. um, and we'll get into like more um, personal stuff here in a second because I, I certainly want to talk to you about do I continue this Tiger King show because I'm not really sure if I should continue yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. But like what you guys just launched something that I want to hit on real quick because I think it's interesting because people are pining for this sort of content, I believe. So can you talk about what you guys just launched Two days ago? Three days ago? Yep. Yep. Two days ago, uh, we launched a new series that we started, and we called it Road Trips from My Backyard. Um, just like the name of our company, the MI is a play on words, so My Backyard, which is Michigan, sure. and then, but I'm also in my backyard. Um, because we have uh, footage from all over the state, and so I was just going back through everything, and I just said, look, there's a lot of stuff that um, was in the in the can already that i can bring back out and say hey when you're ready to travel here's some spots here's something to look forward to and if someone's not ever going to travel to those spots well all of this stuff is going on and every other post you see is somebody telling you to uh wash your hands and do this kind of stuff like i appreciate their sentiment but i just want to make sure that i'm bringing something that might be um something to just relax and watch for a little while yeah, because I think we need the distraction, right? And we need to go see, because yep. um, you and I were having a very interesting discussion right before this. Um, this has been serious since December, so I don't mean it like that. But for the state of Michigan, right before it got serious, you and I were talking because you were going to go out and shoot. And you were like, I won't be around anybody. So in that regard, I'm safe. However, if something happens to my car, I'm putting a strain on the system. Um, yeah. So maybe I shouldn't do that stuff. And I, I think that all of that thinking is sort of the thinking we need right now. And your ability to let people travel around the state of Michigan, I think, is super cool without having to actually travel around the state of Michigan. Right. And, and I imagine that once we are into that new normal, everybody's going to be wanting to uh, look 
Um, if you're in town, like if you're in Michigan, everyone's going to be looking in Michigan to go see something or experience something a little bit different. And I think there's a lot of spots that people don't think about. And if everybody starts traveling, we got to make sure that we, there's enough spots for everybody. Everyone can't go to, say, um, Mackinac Island or Traverse City at the same time. So go find some other cool spots. Go find a waterfall somewhere else. I'm sure the travel industry is hoping you are 100% correct in the nanosecond this turns off. Everyone just goes to places to go hang out. Well, I mean, if you're going to be going out, going outdoors is going to be your, your best bet when, when we can get back to traveling. That is for sure. So um, you were... Well, let, let me just let yeah. me just say, because I've been watching stuff about um, big group organized events are going to still be longer than even just getting back to regular everyday life. So if you're talking large concerts and, and travel for those kind of things, uh, that's still not going to be there when people are already getting the itch. Because um, I have a lot of friends, and I grew up in the UP. Driving to Detroit for a concert and back in a weekend was just something you did because that's the closest concert you could get to. Yep. And that's just not going, that kind of traveling isn't going to be happening. So it's got to be a little bit different. Yeah, no, I said, I was saying to my buddy Ken the other day, because we have tickets to both Tool and Foo Fighters here in town. And um, this was before the lockdown. He's like, do you think it'll get pushed back? I'm like, yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, what do you think? Like June? I'm like, dude, there won't be a concert in the United States till August, I think. It's right. Sports and everything else. Right. First, well, yeah, right. All those, all those things. So, um, you posted yesterday the the lyrics to one of those ridiculous uh, Joe Exotic country songs from Tiger King. I am yeah. two and a half episodes in, and I'm thinking I got the joke. Do I, do I need to keep going? Like, no, that's the best part about it. You don't have the joke. Um, are you sure? So I feel like I got the yeah. joke. Like, all the players are going to continue to fight. And they're all going to infight and know each other and do everything else. But you're going to have new players into the game. And there's going to be twists that happen inside of it that, um, man, you're not you're not missing out. So last I mean, night, you are missing I, I started it last night because Julian Garcia told me to start it. Because he's like, have you started it yeah. yet? I'm like, I haven't had time to. He's like, you should totally do it. So I, I started it. And my texts read like this. I am four seconds in. This is already the most fucked up thing I've ever watched in my entire life. 20 minutes yep. later, why is everyone on the show missing an extremity? <laughs> and he, res <laughs> he responds, dude, it's about lions and tigers. Uh, there's, there's Speaking of the, I don't know where you are, but I'm not going to spoil major plot points. But <laughs> there's one moment that you have to notice, and I'm sure you will. And when the... the um, girl gets attacked by the lion and she has her hand damaged which you see her yep. it's missing in the yep. very first episode there's a real low-key moment where joe exotic goes running in and he's got a paramedic jacket on yes i saw it <laughs> like that right there like there's so much that you're supposed to laugh at but if you can see those things my gosh, that is a well, brilliant move. And, you know, when when you get to watch shows like this, and like I said, I, I mean, whether you watch this or don't watch it, it's obviously been trending on Netflix for four days at this point. Um, I'm always fascinated about how a, a, a documentary director's brain works. Like, you're on this project for six years until it becomes a murder mystery, right? Like, yeah. you already started with a story, and then it's a murder mystery, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's like the 
trash version of Icarus. Where you like it starts off as just a, <laughs> yes, a doping right, scandal, right? And then it ends that up is a Jason like, Bourne novel, it. right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just think that stuff is insane to like how somebody's brain works because every time I watch a documentary that expand, you know, that goes across a large swath of time, I'm always thinking to myself like, what was that moment, right? And and in this show, they they hit it pretty early, right? He's investigating a snake wrangling thing and sees a guy who's got a snow leopard in a van and then now we're making a movie right um but to like understand how to because you and i play in this space all day long to understand how to storytell over nearly six years and how to archive footage so you know how to get it how to get the shot of him switching into a paramedic jacket to help a woman who's missing her like all of that stuff you know yep right it's uh it's the stuff that really makes it because there's a part of it that as I started watching it, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I don't think anyone and, did. So well, well, because you know that this guy is not going to be the greatest guy going into the thing. And if you, I know that you and I kind of share some of the sentiment of like captured large animals and stuff like that. So you're like, this is probably going to bum me out. And you're like, that goes so much to the wayside that like I forgot that I was like watching something where I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that they're doing this because the people are so entertaining in it that I was like, okay, like we'll deal with that later because you thought there'd be the hero in Carol Baskin and then she's just got the exact same thing going. She just buys hers. Right. And like, and her, what I thought was interesting, the three episodes I'm in, like hers have these weird contraptions where they have to stick their head in another cage to eat food like they're in a big cage then they go into a small cage where they're locked and then they shove their head into a smaller cage like it's like rusty russian nesting dolls of tigers to get a drink of water <laughs> uh, and you know what you're gonna get with joe exotic in the very first five seconds of the show you just know it's gonna be a downward spiral but carol carol baskin she was the one that or baskin i think it is she's the one that really surprised me because you're like ah okay now we're introducing, like, we introduce the villain first and introduce the hero to come and, you know, do this whole blackfish kind of thing where we, we learn so much. And you're like, no, you're just in it deeper than everybody. See, I, I, I don't know that I agree with you because the second she shows up like a cosplay member of Fleetwood Mac, I'm like, oh, okay, you're, you're, also, <laughs> you're also in this crazy universe. You're just on a different side of the coin. That's well, yeah. I mean, but it just keeps going farther and farther. That's the best part. So, I'll, I guess let me just sum it up by saying you have to watch it to the end because you're already this many episodes in. Yes. What are you watching? Anything else that you guys are digging? Um. No. Uh, we are just going back and watching all sorts of just old trash tv that we haven't watched for years so i don't really have any inside scoops besides the most important thing that everyone's watching right now which is that um and i know that uh this weekend tends to be a fun weekend for you and i um i'm just i'm and i've asked a couple people this so i'm I'm gonna ask you the same thing like wrestlemania are you doing wrestlemania because like watching those shows with no people in it has been the weirdest thing (laughs) i've ever seen in my life well as you know um i kind of have uh pyramid to wrestlemania in which i pay attention for two weeks before and two weeks after just to see who's going to be in what's happening because that's about how much i care about it i and then i wait until it comes the show comes to town and the same thing kind of happens so that's my 
level of care. But oh, I wasn't going to ask you for like breakdowns of characters. <laughs> I'm just no, interested. no, no. I, I'm setting that up to say like I have been so distracted that like I didn't know that that was happening until I watched a show where they're talking about running the show with no audience, and I can't imagine that because. Uh, I didn't watch the empty house shows, but I can't imagine what that would even look like because that's what every, like the show is the crowd. The crowd is the, the fourth member in the ring. Yeah. Well, and it's, um, you know, it's just been interesting to see. And, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine about like, if you're Vince McMahon or your roads running AEW, if you find a performer that can still shine, with none of the actual crutches that make it easy to shine. Like you should probably think hard and long about what to do with that person when we get back to the new normal. Right. Um, because like, if you think about it, if the rock had to work in this environment early on and not getting any crowd interaction, does that yeah. work? Do we get Dwayne Johnson? Do we get a reboot of Jumanji? Do it, you know, um, just because he that was his superpower, right? He was funny and he was quick witted, but the you know, the the triad between him, whoever was in the ring and the crowd is really what makes that work. And to see that Austin thing where he's trying to do the what chant you know, when no one's when no one's there. It's right. Very, it's very weird. Well, um, so let me just ask though you have more knowledge on this. Do you remember was it a Super Bowl or a what was it where they took an entire half hour? It was an empty stadium where the two people just like battled oh, yeah, up and yeah, down yeah, the yeah, yeah. They did a um, they did a no holds barred falls count anywhere. Um, was it mankind? It might have been Mick Foley, like a Mick Foley match. I don't, re- I don't remember. Like to you, to your point, I have always kind of early on. I as a kid, I liked it a lot, but I've always kind of had a like a tertiary yeah. understanding of of that stuff. But I think it was Mick Foley that was doing that. But yeah, um, but it worked in that regard because. It was billed as too violent to have a crowd, right? So they were yes. going to do this thing, um, and I think that's different than we're going to do all the things, <laughs> including pyro. I mean, they're doing it in a performance center that's the size of the living room I'm in right now, and they're doing pyros, and it's just so weird. Right. Well, and that that's the point that I was getting to, though, is um, if you can reimagine your space, you know, that would be the only way to pull it off really successfully. Is to you know, pull back the curtain of the production and have them uh, bouncing through uh, dressing rooms and and showing almost having them go outside, just do things that are happening. Where um, WrestleMania, what's always been fun about it is they have the most traditional matches, the least amount of uh, it's two people working inside of the ring, sure. and it's not people um, you know all the drama that's normally happening you have a walkout a match a pin and then they move on to the next thing and obviously they they mix it up yep. but it's like this time you have to just be diving in from every angle to right. keep this thing entertaining yes. right yeah you have to find wrestlers who've been dead for 10 years and get them to come back and yeah however you can do it and what then maybe it? just maybe just one fan that's just going bonkers <laughs> and i'm not talking about a, not a plant like one fan bring just them in one dude have you yep. seen this seems like the most Nick Bailing thing ever. Have you seen the shirts that they're selling? Mm-mm. It says WrestleMania 36. I wasn't there, <laughs> which I just love. Um, what are your thoughts on the UFC? Because obviously uh, on Twitter, which is where I spend most of the time consuming MMA news, um, it's sort of a mixed bag of people like fans who want to see this fight 
and the MMA media who is like, Dana White, you're delusional. I don't know why we're doing this. This seems hyper dangerous and not just hyperbolic to be P.T. Barnum in a pandemic sort of. Right. Uh, so the thing is, um, just like when I was saying, I don't know if I should be driving my car. This is before the quarantine stuff right. even happened out of unnecessary terms, just because I don't want to have to put people out that would have to come get me if my tire went flat. Uh, you don't want to have two people that are purposely trying to put each other in the hospital right now. Well, and what's different, you know, because and n- not all that different, but the optics are different when you're doing WrestleMania. It's it's two people. Right. Or there's a tag right. match, yeah. you know, but with the UFC, you've got cornermen, You've got a referee for whatever reason. When they did that Kevin Lee card, there were ring girls like I don't know what like we're like we're doing we're going all in, even though we don't have to. Um, and yeah. some of that stuff, I think, falls a little bit tone deaf, like especially the ring girl part. Right. Like you don't they don't need to be. We're watching it on a screen that literally says round one. I don't need somebody to we probably never needed somebody to remind us of this. But in this particular case, we really don't because right. it's just an unnecessary person to be out there for the sake of, I guess, keeping it looking like it normally would. Right. And so that's where I guess my thoughts are. Um, if they're going to do it, obviously they're going to do it in some way that is going to appease whoever they're doing it for. Um, but like right now, I guess I just don't care, uh, about the fight. Like that's my thing. It's like, am I going to sit down? Am I going to give you money for that? Like, no. Is the world going to give you money for that? Are they going to put it on ESPN? Like, and then, um, the MMA media is slamming them about it right now. I, I watched a few things on it and also like, they don't have anything to talk about, so sure. they're talking about it. So if you really were against it, you would just say, like, we have no comment on that. We don't want to push it any further. Yeah, but they've, of course, created this this ESPN being the, the, the tip of the spear, so to speak, create this 24-hour news cycle of something that doesn't exist right now. Like, there aren't any sports except for Ninja playing Fortnite. Like, that's the extent of sports going on. Um, you know, you've got probably virtual chess and, th- and that sort of esports world, which I'm honestly surprised and would love to get your input. Like I'm surprised that that hasn't gotten bigger, faster. Like, right. like you know, I'm playing Fortnite. I'm, I'm seeing the audience change, mm-hmm. you know, like you're seeing more people that are lower numbered levels jumping in to like do something as a distraction. I'm seeing that, but I guess I, I expected to see, more esports in some way, shape, or form, more Twitch streams or anything on cable, right? At this point, because like, what else are you putting on there? And, I was and, actually, you know, and just to like close the loop, like, because this is a sport you you and I could be playing right now, right? And right. we're not in the same room, we're not even in the same city, and you could have content. Yeah, I actually was talking to my brother Travis, who's very into esports. He watches all the majors. Uh, he even goes to some of the tournaments live. He participates in some of the local ones. So he's in it the next level than, say, you and I are. And he said that right now all the tournaments that are happening online again, which, you know, stopped a few years ago. And he's like, no, no one's really taking them seriously, but people are kind of watching them. So I think the sport aspect has that in-person thing, even if you're watching it from like a, a streaming platform. So there's a little bit of loss. But you have Ninja, you have all these guys. I'm surprised that you don't have more um, content makers that are famous, like comedians and people like that, 
jumping onto these platforms so that they have nine hours worth of content that they can put out and then grow their channel from here. It's yeah. like a missed opportunity. Yeah, and like I'm surprised, and maybe it's somewhere and I just haven't seen it. I'm surprised that there aren't stars launching Animal Crossing islands and letting people show up at those like all the yeah. things that are red hot in that space that everyone I mean, my Evelyn has Animal Crossing, her aunt has Animal Crossing like people who are trying to kind of relax and you know aren't into shooters of any sort like that's where they're going um so yeah I'm, I'm surprised too that you're not seeing a lot of these a-level celebrities doing stuff like that just to hack at the system and, and pay attention you know you've got the guys like ryan reynolds who's continuing to do interesting stuff in the space um because when you leave an an actor who's probably a, a better marketer than an actor which is saying something because i think he's great in both places but when you leave that guy yeah. and go okay you can't work and he has all the time in the world to just market you get some pretty incredible stuff, which is what he's been doing. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised at some of the stuff that I'm not seeing that I expected to see. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's where, like, I mean, you've, you've obviously adapted quite a bit and you're running these every day right now, the podcast. And, yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm doing two every day. I'm doing a Michigan's best one where we're trying to find a great story of something going on in Michigan that we can share um, on the MLive platforms, and that's either me doing it or John and Amy doing it, me editing it for them. And then, yeah, I'm doing this just because, um, I, you know, I want to, A, I, I want to do something to kind of clear my head towards the end of the day, and B, um, I just think hearing from other people and putting out content that people can stumble upon, if it's helpful in any way or calming or whatever, is what yep. we should be, to your point, what you guys are doing. Like, anything you can do to help people feel better, not normal because we're not normal. And I, you know, like I don't, I don't pretend to think anything anyone would make would help you feel normal, but anything that right. makes you feel better, I think we should all start to do. And the other thing that, uh, I, you know, I know you are the king of doing. In fact, I don't know another human being who's better at this than you are, is that this is just a great chance to do stuff out of your comfort zone and see what happens. Yep. Um, you know, fortunately for me, I have some hobbies that are inside of my own home and yep. I, I enjoy being here and doing the things. Um, but some of the stuff that I was telling people is like, hey, like, you know what? You say that you can't draw, like, just throw on a YouTube tutorial about drawing and say, like, what are the basic shapes for a cat? Right. Um I, and I, then, not to cut you off, but I saw one on TikTok the other day that was the single best explanation I've ever seen for how to draw a face, right? You always see somebody draw a circle, draw an oval, and do a cross. And if you're not in art, you have no idea why they're doing that. And somebody on TikTok in 15 seconds was like, here's how you draw a face. And I went, I hope somebody else saw that because anybody, literally anybody could do that and start from there. Right. Yep. Well, hey, um, I have an idea. Um, if okay. you don't mind me just completely hijacking your that, uh, podcast you have going on That here. is why we are friends. So hijack yep. away. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite things that we do on TikTok and uh, one of the most popular things that we have is our Michigander Minute. Now, I know technically you're not a native Michigander, but um, I, do you mind if I ask you the questions that we ask everybody and get your response? Yeah, for some quick context, though, I've lived here longer than I lived in Chicago. So I think I feel like that outweighs it and makes me a Michigander. And yes, you can absolutely ask me whatever you want. It's, it's the it's the self-identification of a Michigander. I had some uh, proud uh, Chicago people telling me they're like, I live here, but I still identify in Chicago. I'm like, OK, fine. Fair. I'm north Fair. of the wall, sir. I am not part of your 
clan. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to ask you these rapid fire questions. You just answer them whenever you want to. Sure. So, number one, how much is it to cost? Uh, how much is it, does it cost to cross the Mackinac Bridge? It's free. Wrong. Um, <laughs> I've I've done it one time. So this one is a very fitting question for the time. Draw your last road trip on your hand. Uh, and explain it. Okay, so my last road trip would have been from Grand Rapids to Traverse City. So that would be the last place I went, which was uh, end of February. Okay, um, this one will be interesting for you. What's your favorite Michigan sports team? Uh, I would say... Let's go with the Red Wings. I'll pick the Red Wings. Okay. Um, where's your favorite place to have a beverage? Um, I would have two. It would be Sidebar uh, in Grand Rapids. Uh, it's like a lower tier, super small bar. Um, and then I would say probably Vertera up in Traverse City. Um, is a It's a winery. It's got a, a really small tasting room. My wife and I love their wine. So I would say probably those two. Um and then probably a third, uh, which is one that I obviously don't get to do very often, but um, there's that tiny bourbon bar inside the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island, which yeah. might be one of the coolest spots in Michigan because it literally feels like you're back in P.T. Barnum land and you're having a bourbon with like these movers and shakers. And so that's probably my all-time favorite, but I don't get up there as often as, as I would like. But I would probably say that library up there is probably one of my faves. Okay, then I'm just going to have a couple of rapid fire and we can be done. What's your favorite season? Fall. What's the best Great Lake? Uh, Michigan. What's your favorite outdoor activity? Hiking or snowboarding. And then lakes or trails? Lakes. And then one last one. Spell Charlevoix. Oh, boy. Um, it's got an X in it and a C and an, and an H and an O. An R. I'm sure there's an I in there somewhere. The best part is I don't even have the right answer. I just pick really complicated names and ask people. I always tell everyone it's Charlevoix, and then you can sort of, you know, fix it from there. So Just chop it up from yes, there. Yes, just chop it up from there. Uh, so, question back to you. How much is it to cross the bridge? I don't have the foggiest idea. Well, that's the thing that uh, I always get crap for this one because people say $4, and that's because every car that's a normal car is $4, but it's actually $2 per axle. So if you have, okay. yeah, so you're like, what, okay. so if I might offer a suggestion, perhaps a trick question within a trick question is not how you start the bit. You maybe put that one towards the end. <laughs> well, the other one that I, I always ask, and I'll just ask the last one then, where do you consider up north? Uh, I mean, well, I don't know, like. I don't know how to answer that because obviously the UP is as far north as you can possibly go, right? Right. Um, but I, I think for, in a literal sense, anywhere that heads north, right? Cadillac could be considered up north from where you are. But I understand, I mean, look, I will say this, there is no more beautiful place in the state of Michigan than the UP, right? And if you're looking for those sorts of seasons in extremes, um, yeah that's the place to go. So, but I understand the argument, although I find it a bit silly considering heading North is heading North, but we can argue about whatever you want now. Right. My, my favorite answer that someone gave is anywhere that you drive, where you go 75 miles an hour. <laughs> so just outside of sand Lake is when you start to head North. 
Yep. Even if you're going south, if you're going that fast, it's north. That's that's amazing. Uh, Okay. So if people want to find you, my friend, uh, where can they find you? You can find me on anything um, that we have for our My Playground brand, which is My Playground on across all social medias. Our website is Enjoy My Playground. We have the My Playground podcast, um, my, pl- my underscore Playground on TikTok. That's where you can find us. If you're into the more um, oddities of just people making things, that's my Midwest store on Instagram. That's where you'll see me building costumes and doing everything else. Have you started for October yet? Oh, yeah. Big time. Nice. Yep. Um, in fact, last night I was walking around with a big foam shin pad on going, <laughs> Marklin, doesn't this look right? Isn't this what you want to see? Does this feel like this would be what this person would wear? And she's like, yes, that looks fine. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. And then I walked back into the basement. <laughs> All right, my friend. Um, I would love to do this again before the um, I know I'm not technically allowed to call it a lockdown before the shelter in place is over and we go to the new normal. Uh, I'd love to do this again if you want to. I definitely want to, and then uh, I want to have you on our podcast before this is all said and done, too. Anytime, friend. All right. Sounds good. Be well. See ya. See ya.